Yet again, child. Yet again. Here we are. We're here. We're queer. Get used to us. Um, it, you know, shout out to Auntie Dion, first of all. I had I had to pull that out of the crate that I had of intro songs. And I just was like, Auntie Dion is just everything in life and more on Twitter. If you have not followed her, please. She is hilarious. We love Auntie Dion, okay? Another classic in the Christmas catastrophes, child. So, welcome to this week, the Christmas edition <laughs> of W. That's right, sprinkles, um, SpongeBob me. <laughs> um, I am welcome to another edition of WRH Podcast. That's it. I am your host, Lonnie, but today, mm-mm, I'm going to go by Jackie, H- Jackie Hurray's. Okay, Twitter handle. Okay, I, I gotta give the legends their things. Oh, I'm Jack. I am Jack Hay today. Yes, you better be Jack Hay. Um, and this is your co-host Marlon. Um, and I am the mean one, Mr. Grinch. And welcome. So, actually, before we even got to recording, and before we start the show, um, before we even start the show, I wanted to go quickly, real quick. Because we started talking about this before I hit record. Mm-hmm. If you have not watched Big Mouth on Netflix as of yet, especially season four, please bypass all of this because we about to spoil some shit. Listen, <coughs> just go and get you a piece. If you've never watched the show before at all, please don't go start with season four. Go back to season go back one. To season, just watch it all the way. Because I actually started like watching it all over again just for fun. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. The show is really good. It's so good. I... Hands down, my favorite episode of the season is um, Poop Monster. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Funny as fuck. Motherfucker gave birth to two of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he didn't shit with the hair. What was it? A month or two? I think it was like two months. Shit. He didn't shit. And remember, um, you have the two main characters. Andrew, I forget the other one. Nick. Nick didn't shower. Yes. I was like, oh my God. That was just a lot. But it was so accurate to reality. Like, I was telling her, like, my God, we were really afraid that much of what people had to say when we were kids. So much. It'll teach you so much about your youth child, have you going back and thinking about shit that you went through. And then also reflecting on your life as an adult, real talk. Really? Because even, what was it for me? Um,. When Nick's character went back, like went forward into time as mm-hmm. Nick Star, and saw that basically he was heartless. Like, yes, he had money, but he was actually really he was an asshole. Right. <sighs> it's just a lot. It's just like it really goes through 
what it means to like deal with the shit in your childhood and how it can affect your adulthood. Show is really good. It's really really good. I love how they touched um how they touched on code switching. Oh, they, that was excellent. How they covered yes. code switching. Code switching touched on um, how children of mixed races deal with finding their identity. They really went in the season, and they do every season. They like tackle some more shit that I never really thought about. The one that got me, and shout out, to, it was one of my uh, one of my friends. Shout out to Rafi. Um, they pointed out that um, they were triggered. When um they introduced the trans the trans character mm-hmm. now there was a boy that went to the school with um to some camp with them the year prior, and she made the decision to transition. Right. So my friend had got triggered because of course we're looking at adolescents. We're not looking at adults. We're looking at adolescents, and of course you feel like you want the depiction to be perfect. Like oh. You know, we're all accepting of everyone with trans identities, but I'm like, we're talking children. Right. So, at the end of the day, kids are very cruel. They're very nasty. Mm-hmm. And trust you me, it's not going to be it's not going to be pretty until they actually get put in front of a situation like that. Right. So, even down to the dude want her to be DL. Woo! Child, don't get me started. I, like, really wanted to have a closeted relationship. Don't. Just so started. he doesn't look bad in the long run. Craziness. But, mm-mm. I, if you have not watched it, I'm not going to continue to spoil it. Even though, I will say, <laughs> when Jesse went, um, Jesse's boyfriend pulled it out. <laughs> No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I got one even better. When Jay and Lola was going through finger, like, teaching her how to yeah. finger. Yeah! <laughs> Man! <laughs> the analogies, the way... Um, yo, the show is dope. Y'all just gotta check it out. Y'all just they, gotta check it out. They literally sat there and went through... Like, the way they go about having awkward conversations like that and finding analogies that actually have it. Yes. <laughs> She's like, oh, all right, and then... The fact that the the fact that the clip was a bell, I was like, and then <laughs> go watch the show, y'all. Go watch the show. It's I good. Cried. It's worth it. It's so worth it. Um, I'm actually gonna watch Ma Rainey's um, Black Bottom. I have not seen it yet. Work. I'm gonna watch it as well. But I think that's all we got for television. Um, I can honestly say for the past couple of weeks, I have enjoyed not doing scroll on. Yeah. Yeah, for the first for the first time in a long time, I have enjoyed not really doing it. Yeah, I can imagine it can bring you a little bit of peace and not have to deal with everybody's bullshit all week long. Yeah, hello, <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> That's right. Oh shit! It's back with a vengeance. Uh-huh. Um, get up and flush, bitch! It's time for scroll on. Um, <sighs> uh, let's see. I actually saved some heavy topics for Scroll On. Yeah, they're uh, they actually one is lighthearted, so I'm gonna start with that one first, and then we're gonna get to the heavy stuff. Okay. So first things first, congratulations to Supercent and Sage of Gemini. Um, Sage is also my birthday buddy. I did not realize this until I googled him. Wow. Um, yeah, June twentieth breeds winners. <laughs> um, so birth excuse me so basically it came out via the shade room that the two of them were dating and sage originally had issued 
a statement stating that the two of them are together. Mm. So, um, of course, you know, he told Instagram mm. all love saying that um, Supers ran through. Um, and Sis had to give them a quick declaration real quick. I was with one man for mm. three and a half years. Well. Another for three months. Um, in parentheses, that was my bad because niggas can't only front for so long. And Sage was before both of them. Mm. I don't I don't know if y'all upset because I moved on or because who I post, y'all would be stuck on them niggas than me. More stuck on them niggas than me. Hmm. Please move on. Um, hello. Hey, girl. <laughs> Niggas is always going to claim women are ran through because they really want to sit here and believe that in their minds that no other men have really touched her, dated her, nothing. They want to believe this dumb shit. So in their minds, you're ran through. In reality, you just dating. Like, fuck, like, date your niggas. Fuck them. The one thing you can never say about her since she's been in the public eye is that you see her around nothing like niggas coming in and out like the revolving door mm-hmm. no because when I first started following her she was dating a dude that was locked up mm-hmm. the dude that yeah. was locked up was before Lou right so Lou like she said Lou was three and a half years <coughs> cut that whole thing off three months with another guy now Sage and she said Sage actually came before both of them so with that being said why y'all mad? First of all, can y'all stop trying to police my sister's areolas? Get off them completely. Like, y'all do way too much when y'all trying to come for super. And what I don't think people realize is that no matter how much you try to tell super down, you can try to talk shit about her all day long. That woman is brilliance, black brilliance personified. She is a dedicated and wonderful mother to both of her children. Hello. To all, she's family oriented. First of all, like all her fam, great to her family. If y'all followed Super before the crayon case and everything like that, y'all would know Super is just an amazing person. Period. Driven, true definition of a hustler. She don't cut no corners. She don't take no bullshit. And she's continued to remain that person on her rise to fame. So leave Super alone. Period. Because I was about to say, if you really sit back and think about it, she has not really changed. At at all. Like, Like, she really has not changed. It's too many of y'all to get out here and get money and y'all flip the script completely. This woman is literally the same person, just elevated. Mm Mm-hmm. Just elevated. Like, it it just warmed my heart to see her um, go down to... uh, She went to Honda and and bought her car from Darrell. Yep. Where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, hey, and that's all what? Mary had a little lamb, bitch. Y'all better get into the rail. Shout out to him, too. He is on the come up, man. We we love to see it. So fucking proud of him. He is on the map. I can't, like, wait to see how far he go with his career. It's going to be super dope. Yes. Um, sidebar really fast. This is um, breaking, technically. Um, congratulations in order to Ariana Grande. She pregnant. She's engaged. She's engaged? Yes. Her fiance's name is Dalton Gomez. Okay. So congratulations to them. Congrats, Leaves. Uh, bless it. Just bless it. Um, as we move on. 
So you have options here. Oh, shit. Coming to the heavy shit, right? Yes. Um, we could deal with a hypocrite, or we could deal with my child saved my life. Let's knock down the hypocrite first. <sighs> we need to sip. We need to sip real quick. Oh, shit. Hold on. Mm-hmm. So, here we are. I'm going to play a clip. It's going to be triggering to some of us, and that is perfectly okay. I'm going to play the clip in its entirety. I need Marlon to be quiet, because he don't know where I'm going with this. Turn my volume up. And hold on. Do a Duval call it uh, thought prevention hours. You got to put in them thought prevention hours. Keep your daughter off the pole. You know what I'm saying? So you just you spending time going to daddy daughter dances and you're taking them on trips with just you and her. Those are thought prevention hours that you're putting in. You got to do that. Don't do that. But gonna be somewhere in Magic City, man. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure it out. Yeah. So that is absolutely necessary for any father if you ain't a little Duval. So Tiag went on to his expeditiously podcast and specified that time he spends with his daughter as thought prevention hours. <sighs> you know, Ti is the personification of misogyny, misogyny, and a host of other things, but. He just make us Libras look so bad. Like, I'll be so mad. Every time he open his fucking mouth, I'll be like, why the fuck couldn't you be born 30 days earlier or 30 days later? You piss me off, sir. Like, I will never understand. Like, so you're resorting to not only calling your daughter a hoe before she even knows what sex is. A potential hoe. So, basically, you're admitting that you were a predator at one point in life because if you're trying to prevent her from going down the thought lane. So that means basically those were the women that you easily preyed on. It's all I could take from what you said. Let's be perfectly clear about something. Every time you open your mouth in regards to any of your daughters, you simply just fucking embarrass the shit out of them because it sounds like we went back to the fucking 50s and 60s. And last time I checked, black men were not having fun in the 50s and 60s. Let's be perfectly clear. Secondly, and most importantly, this image that you have for black girls and women is just unrealistic and undeveloped. While you're sitting here consistently hovering over your daughters, you're basically encouraging your men, your sons, to be the type of when the type of men that you're trying to protect your daughters from. Hello? Make this make sense because I'm confused. I'm confused. Why is it every time your name comes up with something outrageous that you said, it always has to center around your daughters? Always. Sir, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Who are you doing? Because last time I checked, there's several people in Atlanta that says they still can um, recollect seeing you around town with different women. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't really understand I don't. it. I don't. I don't understand how you can be so deep in this massage noir and this all of this shit. Like, I can't even wrap my head around it. Like you hear stuff like that and it just scrambles my brain to the point where I, I can't. I'm, I can't make sense of nonsense, and I'm not gonna try. That that is nonsense. Like I'm really not understanding. So you basically admit it. 
you take more time to parent your daughters. Meanwhile, you're encouraging your sons to be the men that you're trying to protect your daughters from. Make this make sense. And furthermore, again, men policing the vaginas of women. Why are you so concerned with what your daughter is going to do when it comes to her dating life? I really don't understand it. I don't. It's annoying at this point. I'm I'm bored. Um, I'm not understanding why anyone even encouraged you to have a podcast of all people. For all that, I might as well pay my top dollar to listen to Dr. Umar just spread ignorance. Uh-uh-uh. And you know, y'all know how I feel about that one. And on that note, on and we move on. <laughs> um, so. Not too long ago, Tamar Braxton sat down with Taraji P. Henson, actually the end of last month, for an E interview, an ET interview, in regards to her decision to go through, not go through, when she made the decision to possibly attempt suicide. Okay. So, we're going to play the clip. Talk about your beautiful son. Mm-hmm. We know Take that. Take your time. Logan was the reason why I made that decision. I just felt like he deserved better. Yeah. I felt like I was embarrassing him, being a fool on TV. You thought he would be better without him? In that moment. Tamar's emotional conversation. So, basically, she felt she felt so humiliated after all those years on reality television. She felt like her son would be better if she wasn't physically here. Now, it's a lot of turn. If you follow Tamar, there's a lot going on behind the scenes when it comes to her. Mm-hmm. But, my God, it took her damn near to take her life to get rid of WeTV out of it. Like, listen, I told y'all I don't want to do it anymore. I'm, lo- like, I'm losing interest in doing this. I creatively am telling y'all, let me out of my contract and y'all not listening. It took that to happen for her to get freed from that contract. And she has not looked back at reality TV ever since. She just has her under construction podcast, but that's it. But I really pray for the system because I feel like she really needs more than... She just needs therapy. Yeah. Lots of therapy. Because she also falls in... This is a topic for a different episode. She falls in the stereotype for most black people like, that go through something similar. I'm not saying suicide. I'm just talking in the realm of mental health altogether. Right. We had this consistent narrative that you don't need therapy. You just need to go to church. Oh, and It is exhausting to go through the Dennis Road. Is. Because I'm like, it's deeper than that. It's like, you would never waste a prayer if you're not doing the work. So, why would I pray for anything? And I hate to get religious on y'all real quick, but I got to. Why would I pray for anything if I'm not putting the work behind it in order to achieve the goal? It's a team effort. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is that when it comes to us as black people being raised in church, we were raised to believe that you give it to God and let him handle it. But that's... First of all, faith... Without when works, it's dead. It's dead. It's an empty prayer. But Why people, waste your time? But people don't understand that. That is not what people are actually taught. And that, that child, we can go down the rabbit hole 
<laughs> Trust me, I religion with black folk. I'm not doing that with y'all because that's a whole. I would need a drink, <laughs> a stiff one, right. not wine, Mm-mm. a stiff drink to even entertain a conversation of religion with black people. Because it's don't get me wrong, I'm more. I've learned to be more spiritual in my adult life. Mm-hmm. But let's be perfectly clear. Half of y'all don't know how to pray, but that's a conversation for another time. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, but my prayers go out to Tamar. I, I really want her to heal from everything that she's been through because I think that we we don't even know the half of what she's been through or what she's going through right now. You know, and just her getting some sort of relief from the monster of reality television and whatever it is that's plaguing her life. I just want her to get healing from it so that she can be better and, and actually live in, in complete happiness. Yes. So, um, real quick, touch on Big Motherfucker Lotto. Um, Lotto revealed in an interview she had via Instagram Live with The Shade Room that she is currently in the process of legally trying to change her stage name due to the backlash she received for colorism. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> it's not over here. <laughs> It's time for a rant. There's a reason that I have just enjoyed not covering certain topics or anything for the past couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. even while I was sick. Mm -hmm. So, Mulatto just recently celebrated her birthday. Okay. Of course, she's in Atlanta. Okay. So, there's a large social gathering. And, And guess what, friend? What? Her and her friends took a bottle of alcohol mm-hmm. and was sharing the bottle. Mm-hmm. Now, you would think, oh, there's nothing wrong with them sharing the bottle. That's perfectly fine. Right? They were not pouring into cups. They were putting it to their lips and passing it to the next person as if it was a blunt. <sighs> Bitch, cup, like, I'm personally sick of y'all shaming people for doing certain things, but in certain instances, I promise you celebrities make it easy. Yeah. Because that was dumb. And it's on your it's on your story, your Instagram story. Mm-hmm. In the middle of COVID, I see not one mask in that in that whole party. Not one mask. Massive gathering. This ain't just you and your homegirls. No, it's a massive gathering. It's like you have a room full of people large people in the middle of COVID and y'all sharing a bottle and passing it to the next person. Putting it to your lips, drinking it, and passing it to the next person. And yes, Mulatto was drinking off of the bottle too. So, y'all, the, I really have to ask the question and I pray one day I get this answer. Does COVID not exist in Atlanta? Like, I really need to understand this Actually, because... I promise you, I'm like, y'all, of all the states I've seen at first, I thought it was just Texas. But Georgia got them beat. Because, I, my God, I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? Ain't Florida right up there with her? <sighs> well, you know, she's always... Florida is always that awkward st- that awkward cousin we don't like, that third cousin <laughs> we don't like talking about. She's just a hoe and a half Mm-mm. and we don't like to go visit her because she got wrenches um, to close out um, scroll on this week um, like I said it's a heavy topic 
but you know we don't reference new rappers. Mm. Um, however, two of two rappers, well, one rapper in particular, oh, not even one. Get my story straight. There's two that express um, concern for a rapper by the name of Famous Dex. Um, so it starts with John. Um, Gamana, I don't know if you remember him. He was like really out here wilding at one point. Like had whole sex tapes on Twitter and all. I knew. Child. Like, mind you, don't listen to any of his music. It's just antics I watch. <laughs> so, basically, from what he was specifying, he said, um, he wrote him a letter and put it on his Twitter. This Twitter, excuse me, his Instagram. And he says, hey, brother, I remember when we first met a while ago in LA at Sound Studio, at Sound City Studio, and man, you seem genuinely happy. I don't know how life is going for you right now, but outside looking in, man, it's not looking so good. You don't look healthy, broski, and at this time of life, the only thing that matters is our health. I used to be on pills heavy, thinking it'll help me cope with the pain, but only made things worse. I started fighting depression and addiction. Bro, anything that's ne- that's a negative effect on our health is not worth it. Mm-hmm. And that's disconnecting ourselves from God, but thanks... um. Thanks to Jesus Christ, we have a way to escape the traps of the devil. I'm not here to judge you. I just want to give you some words of encouragement. It's never too late to make a change. Just keep the faith. Jesus loves you. Then um, another rapper by the name of N.L.E. Chapa had a comment on the situation as well. <laughs> it's, I know. Um, listen, I... I promise you, the morphine drip must have been serious. True. Um, he went on to make a statement on Twitter specifying, I've never been in the, been the type to be in folks' business, but 300, which I'm assuming is a distribution label. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to... Y'all see Famous Dex obviously on drugs, too heavy. He can't even... Can y'all at least try surrounding that man around somebody with the best interest... With his best interest help do out or somebody who already is in his ear uplift dude he need he needing it mind you his words not mine <sighs> not over glance he needing it now this is what famous Dex looks like right now hmm. this is what he looked like at the bottom before all of this hmm. all the weight in his face is gone it's I've, even his nails look really badly discolored. Like he looks bad. Like you could tell he is heavily on drugs. Right. Now we've lost so many great musicians to drugs, mm-hmm. and I'm a firm believer in this. I promise you, it's going to be a problematic statement I'm making. Not every rapper that died too young is not a legend. Let's stop that right now. Period. Before Point they could even make an impact with their career. They passed, unfortunate, but that doesn't mean they're a legend. At best, I'll give them icon, but they ain't nobody's legend. And the only reason why they even iconic or you even listen to their music is because they're deceased. So you make for some odd reason you make more money when you're dead. Well, and with that being said, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, thank you for attending my TED Talk. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, y'all. So we are gonna do a quick change and switch on Hold over. Up. Put the curtain up! Oh you my know. god! Y'all can't see that. And um, so you know, usually we go and jump right into the thread, but this week 
we are going to give you all a full section of Bussy Town. English, Spanish, French. What the Bussy Talk? Girls dialing again. Yes, all Bussy Talk for the rest of the episode. We got three hot topics. We're going to jump on all things LGBTQAI+. All things gay and Bussy Talk. Um, so if you, if you got a label, you're in this. That's it. Y'all gays been really going off on Twitter here lately. (laughs) Y'all been doing a whole lot. A lot. It's been a lot of stuff going on in the gay Twitterverse. um, Specifically the black gay Twitterverse. Black gay Twitter has become just such a a safe haven. You know, (laughs) it's a lot of stuff going on on this side of the curtain with us. And I just... I live sometimes, but sometimes y'all be driving me crazy, too. And sometimes y'all just funny and shit. That (laughs) part. That part. (laughs) So we got three topics. Three, not one, not two, but three. I'm going to let you choose. Pick a number between one and three. Bitch, you already know where I'm going. What you want? What you think? I don't know. Which one you pick? How well you know me, bitch? Three. No. No, two. Thank you. <laughs> it's the Gemini. Yeah. Hello. All right. I was one of the 20th sweeties, so of course I'm going to choose two. Mm. <laughs> well, that said, number two, unveil the topic, and we will tackle... Uh-huh. There was a young man that made a post on Twitter. I think I know where you're going with this. Smaller frame, gentlemen. Mm. And he had a question that he posted to Twitter. Now, I I think I know exactly where you're going with this. Refrain myself from responding, which I do a lot with y'all. Ever since I took my 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 tweets off private, I need you to be a little risque. I be ugh. don't be afraid. See, I don't have time to be arguing with people. I, I just, just I, please. I told you I had a whole I had somebody that was homophobic that was in my mentions, and I blocked his ass with the quickness. I like, I just don't. It's just real dumb. But anyway, this gentleman posted a question that was very much along the lines of where are the thick men that actually date thick men? Because I don't really be seeing y'all like that. Are y'all just capping and y'all really out here dating skinny men? And I, I had to take a, I had to like sit back because you know when people say crazy shit like way off the cuff like that First of all, I don't know you. So, you know, I, I can't just really dive in the way I want to. And then second of all, it's like, you know, reading something as opposed to actually hearing somebody say it adds a lot of context. But like reading something leaves a lot of room for interpretation, which is why a lot of y'all be going back and forth on Twitter anyway. But I digress. I'm going to preface this conversation off by saying this. <laughs> Thick and fat gay men are not an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not this special breed of people. We're not rare. We're not rare. There's actually a lot of us out here. Um, also, I don't know why y'all feel like we all sad and lonely and ugly and... Uh, can't find no man and ain't nobody checking for us and no I I want y'all to kill all these misconceptions because sweetie they're not true okay so to this gentleman I'm gonna start off and then you know we're gonna open up the floor mm-hmm. since I think the reason why you don't see 
Thick Man, Daddy Thick Man is because I think your Twitter is set up the way that you are portraying it to be set up for other girls. Where like on your timeline you say you for the thick and the fat folks. And then but in your got- likes. It's a completely different motherfucking story. It's all skinny, twinks, muscle bound, all that shit. Secondly, I think that says a lot about your circle and who you roll with because all the thing, man, I know, we're all up and all over each other. And we roll deep. Hello. And my timeline reflects all of the thick love. So, where you looking? Because I see it all the time. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't get that. You know, your algorithm speaks volumes, sis. You know? So, you're sitting here liking all of the muscle fit queens and then ask, are we attracted to Each other one? thick men? I'm like, sweetie, I see nothing but fit couples sometimes when I'm on Twitter. Oh. On Instagram. In real life. Yes, we like each other. The problem that comes into play is just what you're talking about. Inclusion. Hmm. Because you possibly don't see yourself dating a dick, a thick dude. You want to turn the question on us and play devil's advocate and try and green like the bitch. See, I ain't having that shit. Let's be perfectly motherfucking clear. Right. Okay. It's some. It's some men that might be fit or muscular that have disgusting personalities. Let's start there. It's a lot of y'all. Y'all don't. Y'all. Y'all don't know the meaning of humble yourself, young man. Ooh, it's a lot. Humble of yourself because I promise you, <laughs> get rid of the muscles and drop that beard. You look just like a regular motherfucker. Let's start there. Ooh. Secondly, and most importantly, you tried to green light us. I'm like, sis, I see nothing but thickness all on my timeline. All day. All day, brothers that ain't afraid to show the thickness. Those that are not afraid to love on their partner and not not sitting here hiding behind just little quick glances of their man. They proudly holding this mug. Like, hey, this is my man. It's what we do. And it just happens to be a thick person because you don't see it doesn't mean that it does not exist. <coughs> Listen, and from what I can tell, because you know I have to do a little investigation. Mm-hmm. So from what I can tell in his responses, because you know Thick gay Twitter jumped on it real quick. Like, hold on, sis. Pause. And then wait a minute, because it was a lot of y'all thick ones in the mentions too. Oh, you very much. Oh, oh so I only like skinny men, so I don't oh, know. Like, oh, you like me? You looked at the quote tweet. Because <laughs> you know, I do the investigation. I'm like, so what y'all talking about? What y'all on here lying about today? I look at the the quote tweet sometimes. Like, oh my god. Listen. <laughs> So, from what I could tell, he actually is a lover of thick men. Mm. But I'm just like, sir, the way that you phrase this question. You, I mean, you the way it came off very snarky. It did come off very snarky and very like, y'all must be lying because I don't see it. No, what we don't see is actual people just looking past somebody's body structure for the person. That's not going to happen online. Granted, we know this. Mm-hmm. But let's be perfectly clear. Don't sit here and try and, and try and bash us online, but then be jumping in the inbox behind the scenes. Don't make me clock your tape. Because the reality of the matter is that a lot of you all are out here fetishizing Big Ben. That's what it is. Y'all can't have these cities. Mm. <laughs> you better love it out in the light, bitch. That's what you better do. Real quick, sidebar rant. I said this before and I'm going to say it again. Come on. Y'all, the problem that comes into play is what really happens is most of you only want someone that's thick or plus size in the winter months. 
I say this once and I say it again. Mm. Big boy season does not last just for the winter and fall. We are a year round plethora. We yeah, are. No. We are. If you can't love me sweating in a heat wave, then don't come trying to trying to cuddle with me because you want heat in the winter. I am not a snuggie. I am not a. I am not a weighted blanket. Let me get you all the way together real quick because you got me fucked up. If you can't love me year-round, don't come around here. I always specify that I hate the term big boy season. Mm. I hate it with a passion. Because, bitch, if you cannot love me 24-7, 365, don't come around me for three months out of the year. Fuck you, bitch. That's it. Fuck you. And that's on what? Mary had a little lamb. Get into it, bitch. Purr. (laughs) Shout out to Roller Ray. Purr. Exactly. (laughs) Um, okay, so one or three. Three. All right. So the next topic that popped up, and it seems to pop up randomly throughout the tales of time. Come, come on, friend. But I find it very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. The resurgence of DL men. Oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> this topic is so like convoluted and complex and all over the place because here we are in an age of time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's actually a little bit more accepted to be queer than it was in the yesteryears and I'm not saying that we completely out here scot free we good we rolling in the deep but nobody said that we definitely in our in a, in a prime time to be queer these days okay um and it would call to question for some people girl you still DL you know and I've learned sidebar I'm gonna pull over this bus for a hot second and mm-hmm. give my tutorial um I've learned it's nothing wrong with DL, but what I did discover, what I think most of us know is out gay black men, mm-hmm. that most DL men are just bisexual. They just aren't open. Really? About being bisexual. Think about it. Most DL men that you know, nine times out of ten, have a female at home. Well, just for clarity, um, this is a big bright rainbow over here. I don't deal with nothing DL. If you don't know nothing about yourself, I'm not fucking with you. And I, I've never done that. The... Oh, I don't see this is the thing. I don't mind a discreet guy. I could deal with discreet. Discreet is different. Yes. As a matter of fact, hold on. Pause for the cause. Let's have a stu- let's have a um, classroom session. <laughs> Come gather on. Gather around children. Gather, gather around. around. When there's a huge, 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 huge difference between DL and discreet. Talk about it. We need to talk about this because I'm tired of having this conversation but I feel the need in my spirit with the wine to (laughs) go there with y'all today right discreet means they are not afraid to the world see that they're gay or with a dude they just will not give PDA Mm -hmm. that means kissing holding hands nothing they're not afraid to be known to let it be known they're with you or they're screwing you especially if you're in public Mm -hmm. but they're not going to be given all types of PDA in public. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to be outed. Like, they're open, but they don't want to be outed. Mm-hmm. Or gay bash. DL, there's nine times out of ten a situation at home or a situation within themselves where they are not ready to come out, which means they might have a family, a girlfriend, 
or just fear of living in their truth. And there's nothing wrong with living in your, with not being afraid to live in your truth. Come out on your own time. But where I don't have the time is when y'all want to come and be extra, especially when it comes time for a little, you know, hanky-panky. Y'all decide y'all want to be extra when it comes to opening the, like, you know, little stuff like opening the door. Oh, what if somebody saw me? No one knows you over here. <laughs> well, my thing is, I, there's one thing that I have a problem with. A couple of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First of all, um, I come from the era of, of, of very hard DL. Like, when DL was super big, when the terminology even came up. Oh, the homo um, You know, all the homo thugs and mm-hmm. all that shit. Mm-hmm. Sweetie, if you're DL, I should not know what your face looks like in your profile. Oh, no, 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 no. Can we please talk about it real quick? Sorry. Subcategory. <laughs> I'm sick of you motherfuckers. I get that you DL and you don't want everybody knowing your business. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a teenager anymore. Um, let alone naive in my 20s. Let's be clear about something. You ain't coming to my house if I don't see your face. <laughs> well. It ain't happening, Catherine. You're not getting in. I'm not letting you the front door. Niggas is crazy nowadays. Listen. Niggas is crazy. Let's be all the way clear. You're not getting in my house if I don't know what you look like. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> you are not getting in my house if I don't know what you look like. Period. Your DL, that's wonderful, that's fine. But as a sense of security, I need to see what you look like. Secondly and most importantly, attraction is a thing. I'm not fucking Casper the Friendly Ghost, bitch. I need to see what you look like. I could tell, like, that's great you showed me your torso. It's great you showed me your dick. I mean, I'm not an ass man, but hey. But... (laughs) Or even your feet. I can see every part of your body but your face. Oh, I'm DL. So is my dress. Uh, well. So is my dress. Down low and beneath the flow. Now so, so, so is my boonchie hoe. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm-mm. So we're not doing that at all. Per. We're not doing that. Continue. So then I saw this other little piece where some DL man, and y'all can't see my air quotes, I'm one eye as he says this. Decided to say that out gay men are the messy ones. Who? Who? And that's why DL men don't want to fuck with y'all. Sweet, let's let's be totally clear about something. You can't get a lot without us, girl. Let's, let's be clear about something, girl. Because first of all, I don't know how y'all finding each other. If both of y'all DL. Y'all both fucking Inspector Gadget behind beneath shadows. So how are you gonna find somebody if you're not finding somebody that's out with themselves? But anyway, I digress. Um, secondly, I don't know if y'all know, but DL man is real messy. Very real messy. And you wanna know why you're real messy? Well, let's get into the mentality of it all. You're repressed in a lot of ways, mm. which. It's part of the reason why many of you are already DL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the minute you're going to get your way, you get all Carrie, psychopath, uh, paranoid Patty, and all this other bullshit. Oh. This is why a lot of you all do really fucked up crazy shit like kill people. 
um, you know, killing our trans sisters left and right. Hello. Because you don't want to be found out and all this other bullshit. So I need y'all to cancel all this. Gay men, out gay men are too messy and that's why we don't fuck with y'all. No, sweetie. That's 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 actually not what it is. And, and you're not going to do that. Now, granted, we done had a couple of, you know, our breasters do all missions and like to out y'all and do all that other stuff to each his own. I'm not really for that life. Let that man live his life in the shadows if that's what he want to do, sis. There's plenty more dick out here for you to get. But her. What you're not going to do is try to act like we the only ones got some, something at stake in this because y'all be on some bullshit, too. Severe bullshit. So I, I I don't know what that's about, but if you're if you're DL, I mean, no. and then further my last point on this. Okay. <laughs> Much like people say, if you didn't vote, <laughs> I don't want to hear shit, <laughs> sweetie. If you living in the sewers like Pennywise. Mm-mm. When the revolution is going on up here on the surface with the homosexuals, pansexuals, try, by and fly, sit back. Don't, don't, don't comment. Let us fuck this duck. You just count the quacks, okay? You, first of all, I love how a DL man can tell you that out dudes are messy. Now, I don't know what kind of dudes you used to fucking with. Hello? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. I was speaking as a bottom. If the dick good, I'm not trying to fuck up the relationship with the dick. <laughs> I'm keeping the dick at all oh, shit. He ain't going nowhere. All right. All right. Oh, you do that? That's cool. As long as I can get my fix, that's it. And that's all. I'm not about to fuck you up. No. Because I want it again. <laughs> and again. Say, go about your business. And again. I'll holler at you when I holler at you. Word. So... The thing that kills me is I love how DL men will say out dudes are so messy. Half DL men that I know are sloppy. They are Ooh. so sloppy. Cause you're paranoid. Not to spill my own tea, bitch. But I should you not to spill my own tea. I should not, and this is back in my younger days, be getting phone calls and text messages from your spouse. Wow. And I didn't even know that you were married. Wow. How about get into those apples? How about that point blank in a period? Wow. I'm getting calls from your spouse. Text messages from your spouse. I'm not replying to. But why are they messaging me? Get it together. Stop saying that we're the messy ones. We're really not. Because I promise you, if I get in a situation, I'm going to tell you like it is. I'm not going to out you. But if I get pressed into a corner, talk talk to him. That, right. That's what I mean. I, I didn't know nothing about. I knew nothing about you. Talk to him. Period. That that's the thing. Most DL dudes will not tell you that they're in a situation. It's hard to be DL friendly. They're not gonna tell you they're in a situation. Right. They're not gonna do all that. That's all I'm like. Mm. I'm gonna give y'all a whole tip. Okay. It's an app on y'all's phones. Okay. Get you a Google Voice number. Do something. Give it to him. Hmm. I'm gonna teach y'all. Give it to him. Why? Because they want to call your Google voice number. They can sit here and Google your actual phone number if they want to. They ain't going to find nothing. That's it. 
Now I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to give y'all DL tip. If that's if you really want the dick, sis, you get you a get you a Google Voice number and call it a day, or you get text free. You got options. Listen. So that way, that man won't have your real phone number. All the things. All the things. I'm trying. I love us for real. <laughs> that's it. That's it, and that's all. All right. So this last one. Oh God. Mm, I knew you saved it for number one. I knew you were going to save it for number one. You know... I knew it. I fucking knew it. I'm going to preface this conversation by saying this. <laughs> Everything ain't meant to be on social media. Everything ain't meant to be on Twitter. Some some stuff. Some, not all. Some stuff you should really... Just leave to yourself. Don't even put it in the draft, sis. Just don't. Just delete it. Just don't. Delete it. It was a gentleman. Mm. On Twitter. Mm. They recently decided that it was a great idea. To tweet some wild shit. To tweet about how his 17-year-old neighbor, who he had been apparently eyeballing for a while, 17. Uh, decided to come over one day and jack off. That's all he wanted to do. Revealed that he, you know, was curious or whatever have you. And uh, wanted to come jack off and he did because he was fine as hell with a big old dick. How old was this gentleman? This gentleman was in his 30s. Say that exact age, please. I don't remember his exact age. I wasn't it 38? 38? It wasn't? Either 38 or 37. So you my age, sis. I believe. I could be wrong. This person already his 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 personality on his profile already you should just, now he's a handsome guy, but it was it was something off about his energy that I never really liked, which is why I never followed him. But you came out and said this, and and you like ten toes down stood in this shit like argued people down about how y'all dumb and. I, where I live down here in Texas, oh, seventeen. God. I think seventeen is legal. Think? And I didn't even do nothing with him. We just jagged off, and y'all just mad because yes. you have him. And but, sir, <laughs> mutual. First of all, <laughs> gather around, class. Masturbation is a form of sex. Thank you. Okay, it's sex with self. Then when you do mutual masturbation. That is also a sex act. It counts. No, it doesn't count as actual penetrated sex. Right, it's not. Mutual masturbation. Y'all together. Jagging off. A lot of y'all are into that now. Y'all like date buddies, which is the weirdest shit Mut- Mutual masturbation. Now, mind you, get your life. Because, number one, let's be clear. If y'all doing mutual masturbation, that means ain't nobody passing nothing to the other one. Y'all get off, get your life, and ain't nobody, like, swap no nothing. So, you're good. A lot of people do it because of that. Other people are just into mutual masturbation. Y'all like jacking off with people. That's fantastic. Get your life. But so, power to you. What you want to do is jump on Blue Ivy's great internet. Come on, Blue Ivy. And try to defend your 38-year-old ass. (laughs) And justify or attempt to justify your predatorial practices. Not to mention, you didn't actually do the research to find out if... 17 was an age of consent. Now, until after people started dragging you, let's be perfectly clear about something. I am not in any way, shape, or form promoting pedophilia. No. At all. But 
it brought up a real conversation and a real thought when I brought this topic to Marlon. My thing is this. Unfortunately, we've all been that 17-year-old. A lot of us have. And the community, we don't like to talk about it, but pedophilia is way too common, especially when we're teenagers. Like, I was 16, 17, thinking it was cute as fuck to be sitting here talking to dudes that were, like, in their mid-20s. I thought it was cute. Now, mind you, this is back before we had all of the social media handling, so I was meeting dudes literally, like, I don't know, like a blind date all the time. That's it. Now, don't get me wrong, of course, I was young and and naive at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know any better, and I was just hiding ass. Let's be clear. I was young. We all were young. Mm-hmm. But it becomes too common, and it's like, even when I mentioned my dudes, I'm like, we were actually closer in age than anything, but they still couldn't benefit anything from me. Because right. I was in high school. They were living their adult lives. Their best adult lives, might I add. But it brought upon a conversation that um, someone had started via a thread. And it was like, one day, we'll have the conversation of pedophilia within the community. One day, I'm like, huh, today's the day. Yeah, because the reality of the matter is, I think about... Just when I was high... 16, what? 16, 17, bitch. I was out here. All the way up to, like, early, mid-30s. Definitely had a couple of dudes in that age range. I it, it, I promise you thought the shit was cute. Yeah, but like my thing is is that this harkens back to a lot of shit that we never paid attention to, but we have the language for now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like back then we weren't there were no discussions about being predatory on young people, and there was no. First of all, there was really no platform for us to be who we are, number one. Not at all. So all all of our stuff was done in the shadows all the time. And when you have spaces where you are not able to be open and just be yourself, you pretty much take what you can get. Mm Mm-hmm. So, again, back then, wasn't no apps, wasn't no Facebooks and Twitters and all that shit. Bitch, we was on the phone or in these streets. And and again, hot in the ass and did not know anybody. Hot in the ass. I'm talking about like, I think about all the shit we did back then. Bitch, we are lucky to be alive today. Wow. We are lucky to be alive today. There were so many situations where motherfuckers could have just took advantage of me, offed my ass and walked away and nobody would know anything. And it's sad. We really used to go through these times all the time. Yeah. And half of the dudes, especially when we teenagers, that we met with, like I said, like we just said, 20s and 30s. 20s and 30s. And they see nothing wrong because in their eyes, oh, I can get this teenager. You're impressionable in their minds. I can say whatever I want and they're going to believe it. That's it. And I could basically fuck whenever I want and there's nothing going to come from it. That's it. I'll be like, sweetie, I'm, if you're in a situation where you're a teenager and dealing with a dude that's older, way older than you, Please don't understand that is not anything serious. That is literally him getting his rocks off by somebody that can't talk back to him. Listen. There's a reason why people his age don't want him. 
Okay, I want you to really think about this because I promise you, had I thought about half the shit I know now as a 30-something-year-old, the motherfuckers wouldn't stand a chance. At all. Because I look back on them now and I'm like, dude, what What were you doing with me? What Really, what were you doing? Because I know what you was doing. You was, you was trying to fuck. That's it. You was trying to fuck. So I'm firing young, firing young tender. Somebody I can just pray on. I can get my nut. And, and call be it done. and go home and call it a day. That's it, you know. So if you like all my baby gays, yes. Listen, if the dude you're trying to talk to is anything older than three years older than you, wrap it up, sis. Don't even bother. He's a hoe. Don't even bother. He yes, he's a hoe. Like you can, we're in a we're. I, I believe that we are in a space right now, space and time now, where. You can find people in your own age group to explore, to talk to, to kick it with, to date, and all that other shit. And and please, know and understand something. Because I used to have this mindset. Just because he's older does not mean that he c- does not come with the same drama you deal with somebody that's your age. Ooh, because maybe I can tell you more <clears throat> stories about older motherfuckers that acted younger than me at that time. Childish. Just, your age does not equal your wisdom. No. Not at all. Because trust me, half of the hurt that I went through is always by somebody that's older than me. On that bullshit. On that fucking bullshit. So, first of all, I don't give a fuck about what ages of consent. There's no reason no grown-ass man should be praying on you at all. First of all, my thing is, if you had to think about it, if you had to pause for the calls... You don't need to be doing it. You don't. If you have to do research on a motherfucker's age to find out if it's okay to do it, you don't need to be doing it. And why would you proudly tweet that shit? Uh, ten toes to the floor. Y'all are just... Y'all love tweeting and Instagramming. Anything on social media to show that you like are different or do anything for shock value. That shock value button is you a fucking handcuffs, bitch. Listen, and I... And one last thing before we wrap this shit up. Child, listen. Y'all best be careful. Oh, God, I know where you're going with Tweeting this. all your business because, baby, Twitter, especially black gay Twitter, girl, will find you. Mm-hmm. Find out all your information, your job, your mama. Oh, you're going to get fired. Uh, it, so because his profile was shut down that day. They they suspended that account with the quickness. That day. Um, real quick, can we take a quick trip? Um, very quick. Um, we don't normally shame anybody for their sexual acts. We don't. But um I, I feel the need um to say something very quick. Um, I promise you I'll get it out of the way and we'll all get through this as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, for the exhibitionists and the voyager, um, the voy- the voyeurs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, stop recording your escapades for Twitter. It's a reason why I'm telling y'all to stop. I'm starting to see more videos now of y'all OnlyFans links that y'all love lying on so much. I mean, the captions that y'all love lying on so much. I'm seeing more and more of you guys get caught by the cops. That actual charge to get on the sex offenders list follows you for the rest of your life. Let me tell you something. The rest of your life. Well, I feel like an old head right now, but whatever. It is what it is. You weren't recording it. As an ex-cruiser child, y'all do a whole lot for clown. Y'all really do. 
And like I, I can't imagine being in the middle of my shit and motherfuckers is flipping out phones, sir. What? First of all, this is called anonymous sex for a reason. Uh-huh. Let's start there. Secondly, no. You're not going to be putting my face out here. To, some of this shit is hot to watch, but y'all getting a little too... Because the video that I saw that made me go, all right, now what the fuck y'all doing? Now y'all y'all driving up to drive throughs and fucking in the drive through Oh my God, I saw that video. I'm like, y'all, do, like, y'all do realize there's a camera by the menu board. It's right there, sis. There's a camera. It's it's right there. They'll find out where you are. Tra- <laughs> it's right there. That it's is a, that's a loot at in a pub, like a well lit area. Y'all are brave. And again, if Black Twitter can find you, <laughs> what makes you think they won't find out what actual restaurant you went to, and they can find out what time you were actually at the drive through fucking in the wee hours of the morning? I just I don't really. I don't really get it. I don't really get it. Like the whole drafter thing, I'm like, okay, what are we saying here? I'm so bold. Oh, this is so risky. And, you know, a lot of y'all are getting off on the thrill of getting caught, but baby, getting caught? It's and just not worth it. It's really not. Y'all sitting here full blown masturbating in saunas, gym locker rooms with people walking by. I'm like, Oh again, my god! I'm like, oh my god! I'm oh not god. shaming none of y'all because I've been in some of those situations. But again, what was not present was, was a, a camera. camera. <laughs> like this one dude in particular <coughs> did this in a gym. You see people literally coming and like walking behind him in the gym and everything. Mm-hmm. He is literally masturbating to the point of completion, mm-hmm. showing his face. Yeah. I'm like. What is going on? And then you have one of the guys that actually decided to masturbate and open the door as he was finishing completion. Um, at completion, open the door to get his um his DoorDash order food order. Yeah, I'm like, do too. Like, y'all are not afraid to catch this dag on sex offender charge. Y'all are not afraid because one of you are going to run into the right motherfucker and they're going to call the police. Baby, I have seen people carried out of the bathroom in handcuffs. Like, that's not a fun charge. That shit follows you for the rest of your life. Every time that you have to move, even job interviews, you have to explain why you're on the sex offenders list and what you did. Listen. Imagine having to explain how you got there. If you like it, I love it, sis. Get I your mean, life. Get your life. We don't got anybody's young. I just need y'all to be careful. Listen. Y'all showing face. Y'all showing where y'all go to cruise. Mm-hmm. Y'all sitting here doing it in open, broad daylight, even at night, at well-lit areas where they can see what y'all doing. Mind you, sis, y'all keep fucking up and recording all this shit. You're going to get all your cruise spots shut down. You really are. And I need y'all to understand the police are watching. Always. <laughs> and they know where y'all at. So... I guess. Child. With that being said, I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Um, what is your mental health set for this week? Uh <laughs> Don't be sorry, ho, be careful. Well, and my mental health set is a little more serious. Um if you guys have paid attention to the show, especially within the past year, I talked about some, I talked about something that was a bit personal. Um, my mental tip is um, seasonal depression is very real. Mm. Um, 
my seasonal depression normally kicks in around the holidays um, due to personal reasons. Uh, if you guys, like I said, remember last year I lost someone and their actual birthday is Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So this is a hard time for me emotionally, should be told. But seasonal depression is real. Please check up on your friends, especially this year in, in particular. Yes, Because we've been through a lot. There's a lot of people that are actually going to celebrate their first holiday without a loved one. Then you have people that are actually in quarantine because they have the virus or got on a ventilator in a hospital and they can't be with their families. Listen, seasonal depression is very real this year. Please check on your loved ones. Yes. So with that being said, thank y'all so much. We love y'all. I mean, we like y'all or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) We will see y'all next week for the last episode of 2020. Won't you do it? Really won't. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye, hoes.